is the Monday, March 14th edition of the Daily Wager podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of action for tonight. So settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into today's betting action. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top rated daily fantasy app. Anita Marks and Aaron Dolan with you on this Monday, following the big news, Aaron, that Tom Brady is back. Allegedly, of all times, he could do that. Allegedly, and they're like, let me just stop. Allegedly, with the Tampa Bay Bucks, I have some reservations. We'll get into that in just a second. But again, uh, you know, in, in Tom Brady fashion, he trumps March Madness Selection Sunday. And... Um, and breaks the news on his own social media sites that he is returning to play as of right now for the Tampa Bay Bucks. With that being said, I think uh, we need to do our due diligence and talk about Tom Brady, talk about the NFC South, and look at some of the futures bets out there. So I'm sure you've done that, Aaron. Has anything stood out to you? Yeah, so for the Super Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, interested to see why you think he wouldn't be going to the Bucks, but they moved from 20 to 1 to 10 to 1 in the NFC. They moved from 10 to 1 to plus 375 NFC South, plus 110 to minus 230 in that market. And then Brady MVP moved from 45 to 1 to plus 900. I know a few people had actually tweeted at me this morning being like, I was surprised Brady even had MVP odds up considering that he did retire and everybody talked about it, kind of did the farewell thing, but they still had him on the board. So somebody must have known something um, and then I saw a tweet that somebody had went and placed a ton of wagers on the Bucks before these odds have shifted. So somehow that must have gotten leaked. But I mean, the first thing that came to my head is Aaron Rodgers is probably looking at his phone like, dear God, I thought I had the NFC again, a much easier conference than the AFC kind of locked up. Maybe we can go to the conference championship again and whatnot. But Tom Brady, I mean, he shakes everything up. I know there's a lot of free agents on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now. But with that said, I do think that a team knows when you have Tom Brady, you know, I'm not saying he's in his prime, but, you know, towards the final ends of his career, suspecting that, you know, at some point he's going to stop, they're going to try to find all the pieces to put around him to try to get a Super Bowl out of him again. So a few things. Number one, uh, he's going to be 45 years old at some point in time this year while he's playing for the Tampa Bay Bucks. And I get it. He's Benjamin Button, right? Like he doesn't allow his dogs to sleep in his bed with him. He eats avocado ice cream. He spends a lot of time in an oxygen chamber. I get all those reasons why he's uh, aging in reverse. But 45 is 45. So on top of that, I know they just worked out a new deal with Ryan Jensen, but he did lose Ali Marpet, one of his offensive linemen. I know they tagged Godwin. They're $3 million over the cap. They have 23 free agents uh, that they need to decide who they're going to keep, who's going to go. And on top of that, Aaron, look at the schedule. At Arizona, the Browns, the Steelers, the 49ers, the Rams, the Ravens, Cincinnati, Dallas, Kansas City, and the Packers. The Bucks have the hardest schedule in the NFL in 2022. I look at this division – and I know there's a lot of talk and speculation in regard to where Deshaun Watson's going to go. We don't know what the situation is. We don't know if he's going to be wherever he goes. You know, is there are there going to be suspensions that follow? But what we what is being reported is that Carolina is going to put together a very tempting package to the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. 
so a few things. Number one, for the Bucks to win the division at minus 195, too much juice for me. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Atlanta at 10 to 1. Matt Ryan just re reworked his deal to give Atlanta a, a little bit more breathing room to go out and make some money moves in free agency. And they're, they're in a good situation in regard to their draft capital. Let's just say, hypothetically speaking, Carolina does get Deshaun Watson. I think there's value there at plus 750 for Carolina in regard to the division. In regard to the conference, Green Bay at plus 350. I mean, the Rams just won the Super Bowl. Like, mm -hmm. how do you not expect them to run it back at five to one? So I'm just, I'm fading Tom Brady and the Bucks. I don't think that they're going to be as good. And here's another thing. I just, you know, here, so a few things. Number one, Tom Brady is, is set to make $10.5 million this year. You really think he's coming back to play for $10.5 million? That's another thing. This is, this is a Tampa Bay Bucks team. They're already $3 million over the cap. They're going to have to rework Tom Brady's deal. I, I just, I, I think the cap space. So you think he's going to go somewhere else? I think that there's a possibility, Aaron, that the Bucks trade him to the 49ers. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Tom went to ownership and said, hey, release me. I won you a Super Bowl. I made I made I made the Bucks relevant again. Release me, and I and I wouldn't be surprised if this is a convoluted deal, where they bring Tom Brady back, and they trade him. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know I don't know anything. I'm not reporting anything. I'm just saying, I think that's a possibility. I think that's an opportunity, and I think there's a chance he goes to the 49ers. I'm just I'm just throwing it out. There. Yeah. So I'm I'm fading the Bucks. And I think that there is value in Carolina at plus 750 if, in fact, they can get Deshaun Watson. And if he does mm -hmm. allow them to be one of his teams for his no-trade clause. And I do believe that there's a lot of value at Atlanta at 10 to 1. Just throwing that out there. All right, let's talk about the right. association. Some other big news is Draymond Green is back tonight. But, Aaron, I think we're burying the big news. And that is Steph Curry turns 34 tonight. <laughs> so, I did not know that. Yes, <laughs> not going to lie. It's Curry's birthday, and Draymond Green's back in action. Do you have this? Is obviously this is going to be a big storyline tonight. They're going up against the Washington Wizards. Do you have a play in this matchup? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of games that are really good on the board tonight. That was one I didn't really have my eye on, just considering it's against the Washington Wizards. Another good matchup with Bucks Jazz, but I'm waiting to see what happens as Rudy Gobert is currently questionable in that matchup. A lot of people are going to also uh, be talking about, sorry, running down the slate right now. Um, the Lakers, everyone's, I feel like every morning we still kind of get some input on the Lakers and how people are feeling about them. And one thing that I tweeted out this morning and also put on my YouTube channel in the community tab is that the Lakers are 0-10 against the spread in the first half in the last 10 games. They're 1-9 against the spread in the first half in the last 10 games at home. And on top of that, you're looking at a Toronto squad in that first quarter. I think they'll be able to cover 7-3 ATS in the first quarter in their last 10 games on the road and their last 10 games overall. I expect some tired legs from the Lakers. They just played in Phoenix last night. They got absolutely blown out. Did not cover that first half spread, so you could also look at something to play for that. But I think this might be a situation where right now you're looking at the numbers. This is a later game. It's 10.40 p.m. 
I suspect that LeBron James potentially might not play in this matchup. We know him back-to-back. Sometimes they pull him. I know this is a home game, but at the same time, I think you get in on some of these numbers now before more news breaks. I like it. Uh, So in regard to the Wizards and Golden State, 14 and a half is a lot for me. I don't like to lay that much, especially in the NBA. But since it's Curry's birthday, Aaron, you know where I'm going here, baby girl. It is. I'm going over 22 and a half points for Steph Curry. I'm going over three and a half, three pointers for Steph Curry as well. I think he's a big night. We know when Draymond Green is on the court and granted, he's going to have a pitch count. He's going to have some restricted minutes, but nonetheless, when he plays, Steph Curry shines. So I'm going over in points and over in three pointers for Steph Curry tonight. You talk about that Lakers matchup. I'm with you. LeBron last night. Congratulations. 30,000 points, 10,000 rebounds, 10,000 assists. Take a break, dude. Take a night off. I love the Raptors yeah. minus four and a half. Jump on them right now. Also, how about that 76ers matchup against uh, the Denver Nuggets? I like the Nuggets getting the two and a half. I actually like them on the money line. This is a back-to-back, second game in a back-to-back for the 76ers. And, of course, we know they looked horrible against the Nets, Harden 3 of 17. And last night they went into overtime with Orlando. Embiid, Harden, and Maxi all played over 40 minutes, and it was in Orlando, so they had to jump on a flight, go back to Philadelphia. So mm-hmm. I like Denver here. I like Denver getting the points. I also like Denver on the money line. And last mm-hmm. but not least, that Jazz Bucks game. Get this. This is a really crazy stat, Aaron. I came across this this morning. Uh, the Bucks have not won in Utah in 70,000 days. Wow. I'm going to repeat that for you. The Bucks have not won in Utah in 7,000 days. 7,000. 7,000 <laughs> 7, days. They haven't won in Utah. Utah just, they have their number at home. Uh, and obviously we know this is going to be like, you know, of course, uh, the battle of, uh, you know, you've got Giannis going up against. I also like Mitchell over 25 points, over three and a half points, over three and a half, over threes as well. Um, so, okay, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all over the Jazz in this matchup and they're getting one and a half. So, so those are my NBA plays. Jazz plus one and a half. I'm with you in regard to fading the Lakers. I don't believe mm-hmm. LeBron played tonight. I like the Raptors minus four and a half. Uh, Golden State, it's Steph's birthday. I'm going over points and over rebounds for him. And I really like, I really like Denver tonight, considering just how tired I think the 76ers are going to be. So, any other, any other? Yeah, plays? the Sixers. The Sixers are going to be tired. They also don't play as well at home. On top of that, you're not seeing the player props posted right now, which probably means that James Harden is not going to play in this matchup. Some of the back-to-backs, he's not playing. I know this is a big game for Denver but um, and Philly, but I, I do think that there's a potential that you might not see all the players coming off that back-to-back for Philly. And again, they don't play as well as play as well at home coming from a Sixers fan as they do on the road. And a back-to-back is probably going to hurt them a little bit here. So short line, probably playing on the money line, whoever you like in this game. That's it for us. She's Aaron Dolan. I'm Anita Marks. Uh, obviously, looking ahead to uh, the Tom Brady futures bets uh, after the news, the big news last night. 
that uh, that Tom Brady dropped on his social media platform. And of course, looking at today's NBA slate, make sure you tune in to our podcast throughout the week, getting you ready for March Madness. Of course, that we know some games will be played, of course, on Tuesday and Wednesday. The tournament starts on Thursday. But that's it for us for today. Please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. And of course, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs>